0: Oh no!
1: It's morning. Oh, morning And that means it's time for the rotten morning Best way to start your morning off! Good morning and welcome to another episode of Rotten Mornings.
2: Good morning! Good morning, Vinvenu!
1: Hello, hello! Uh, I'm Scott. You're Scott. I'm Scott. <laughs> and he's Scott.
0: <laughs> I'm Matt. I'm Brandy. ta That's
1: it. That's it. I like it. A solid group.
2: <sighs> Grim is uh, resting at the moment. She has not gotten a lot of rest and doesn't feel super well. So we are <laughs> getting her back to health. We yeah, made we, her go to sleep. We made her out. She must be better
1: this weekend 10 four you seen a Tommy Dan yet
2: uh have not seen Tommy Dan he, he is...
0: will be gone until Monday because he started his hell week tonight so he's just gonna stay there in East ofvoga
1: oh okay yep good deal well um I guess let's talk about the news.
2: Let's talk about the news.
0: news. What? So, what happened today or yesterday? What, what happened yesterday?
1: yesterday? Uh, we had a podcast. We
0: did. We, did.
2: we talked yeah. about the jackalope. Yep. The the whooper Whooper yeah.
1: Yep. And we had um some lives.
2: We, we did, did. We had a couple of lives where one of them we were heading to Ark, and it was me and Brandy and Graham. Mm-hmm. And then the other one was when we were at ARC's and we met up with Mr. and Mrs. Smiley and their brothers.
1: Sinister. Nice. Nice. Did you, uh, I, I didn't get an update. Did you guys get up within Sanatorium?
0: Yes. yes. We did. Yes. We did. We just did not go live again after that happened.
1: No, I totally understand. ARC's is a magical place.
0: Oh, my God, dude. Like, they have
2: made this kid area that's like fucking Disney World out there. And I got
0: what to run it? Franken... Frankenville or something. Frankenville, yes. And oh, dude, when so I cool. this,
2: The place was so badass. They have these little eggs that trigger different animatronics. They've got projected screen like images on this old haunted house in the middle of the area. I mean like this place is like Disney World. They had all these different little games and golf and all this different shit.
0: I already love Halloween and I grew up loving Halloween but if I had had somewhere like that to go to as a kid there would never have been any other holiday but Halloween. It (laughs) was was full of
2: shit because I got to run into David Merchant who uh I used to know back when I lived in Florence and we all worked at Terror in the Isles, as well as Mark and Shane, all those cats.
0: Got to talk to them too.
2: And just walking through that area where we used to have our like, hey, we're teenagers, we're gonna dick around in the middle of this place, which was just like gravel. Now it's a fucking Halloween miniature Disney
0: World. world. Yes. It's it's a Halloween world. It was beautiful.
1: That's awesome. Hell yeah, guys. That sounds like a lot of fun.
0: And they actually do it up for other seasons too. So starting December first, it'll be like a Christmas village. And uh they said they're gonna have an Easter one too. So
1: hell yeah. They have
0: mazes, putt
2: putt golf. Yeah. They have like carnival games. There's like a arcade. little theater. There's like a little Yeah, a little theater like the old country bear jamboree. But in this one, it was like these three pumpkins and these three ghosts. ghosts.
0: yeah. And they're
2: projected images that like look like animatronics. They're fucking badass.
1: Yeah, I don't think anybody's doing anything like that.
2: No shit.
0: It, it was beautiful and as far as the haunt itself for oh, the haunt you know for us adults awesome. um, so like it was two separate attractions but it seems like one like it just makes it even longer um but it was so cool and like every the first bit thing of it somebody's like all these rotten trees out here there's rotten
2: trees yeah. outside <laughs> and then we go to a next part and they're like I know who you are. They're like f rotten or f and rotten because they're like we can't are say fuck and get in it. trouble or yes. like,
0: fuck rotten. <laughs> That's it, funny. We had a blast. It was awesome, and just there were so many
2: people out there giving their all. I believe we saw a seal out there. Yeah, uh, there was a guy in a. Yellowish outbreak suit with a box <laughs> that he was, he was wearing around his waist. No square. And that motherfucker scared me six different times. Could he just he go running into the darkness and wait for us up ahead?
0: He was following us around the haunt and hopping out in front of Matt and then getting onto him for touching his no no square but then also getting him to fix the no-no square. Yeah, It was great.
2: <laughs> and, of course, that girl, uh, I believe he said, uh, he was. she was someone's wife. I, I, I can't Martin remember wife. what her name is, but she, she always has the beautiful. most badass yes. beautiful costume. She is so fucking awesome. Um everybody out there the nurse the eyeball creature like yeah oh dude, my god i love was, the eyeball i this always awesome. have a great time at arcs, but yes. I, I felt like out there with the the crew from in sanitarium and with the, a, a few doomsday people from doomsday it was a fucking they were blast. hitting on
0: all cylinders they had their timing down pat like it was just i loved every single bit of it it was great
1: that's awesome! What uh, what swag did y'all walk away with?
0: Um, God, I don't think we got. Any Grim, swag. bought <laughs> <Grim, laughs>
1: an aquamarine. Oh, she brought an aquamarine. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Oh, I I love their shirts and stuff. Uh, that's they that's have one so of much
2: cool shit.
1: they do. Um, but
2: really, just just being able to sit back there and bullshit and reminisce about tearing the aisles with Mark and David was fucking great, dude.
1: That's awesome. Are they the only two that that are still there from the haunt? No,
2: there's a couple more there. I just didn't see them around. But David, especially, I haven't talked to him in fucking probably yeah. He's one some that uh, we
0: didn't get to talk to the last time we were up there because he was somewhere in the haunt at the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah we we had a really good time tonight. It was great.
1: Hell yeah. I'm, I'm glad you guys got to. And Grim had a good time too. She's
0: just not
2: feeling good now, but but we all three of us had a fucking yes. stellar time.
1: Hell yeah, hell yeah. Um, trying to think, uh, there wasn't uh, the last time I was there. There was like a theater that you had to sit in, and
2: and uh, watch see, they have moved that theater because now that's where that's the, part uh, of the Frankenville the thing projection. Now. Country Bear thing is at.
1: Oh wow! So their they whole thing has changed around. Yeah, dude. When
2: I tell Every you bit of it, I it can all tell you that this we looks like a little February. Disney World. But until you actually see it, you will not understand because you think that and you think like, oh, you know, a smaller hon or yada yada. No, dude, this fucking thing looks straight up professional. Yes.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean. Uh, arcs never—it's it, it, never been a, a small haunt for me. Like, yeah, no kidding. You know, um, we—it has we been a small to...
2: haunt for twenty-seven fucking plus yes. years, <laughs> and they've only <laughs> been a arcs oh. for thirteen of those years. But all those people are still the same people from.
1: Is back that another... when we were
2: there in the Isles.
1: Is that another haunt celebrating thirteen years? Yes. yes. What happened thirteen years ago?
0: No fucking clue. Everybody Everybody realized we didn't have enough hunts. (laughs) Uh,
1: Yes, so Uh, that was thirteen years ago. Was when every everyone was invigorated because a scream movie came out. That's not true. Yeah, I'll tell you what didn't happen that.
0: So, uh, we kind of skipped over it a little bit, but we did have a couple of other pieces of things that happened yesterday. That's right. So, we had a new episode of Brandy's Haunted Bookshelf came out.
1: It did, and that was the season finale? Um, No,
0: that's just another episode. That was the episode three, because we skipped it last week.
1: Oh, okay. So the... But we
0: still have to come up with an idea for and film and edit an episode four.
1: Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, as lo- lo- long as you don't give yourself too much to do.
0: I mean, it might happen in November, but so be it. It'll still happen.
1: That's no, it's totally fine if it happens in November. <clears throat> we have so much already planned for November.
0: Yes, yeah. exactly.
1: Um, I, I liked the episode. I thought it was really fun. Uh I liked the footnote. Footnote was a good idea.
2: Oh yeah, you like that?
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh I was like, Oh man, they flashed it up there too quick, people couldn't read it, and then it ended with it, it being up there. I was like, Oh well. Yeah, the- uh, well done guys well
2: done I took some uh, bold moves with uh, holding some of those scenes longer than I normally would have and then cutting those scenes off earlier than I normally would have also
1: I think it worked um, Tommy Dan was wet yes, yes! he was so wet <laughs> I, guess, I guess he liked your editing
2: yeah <laughs> he was super wet
1: <laughs> That was the that was a that was a very wet timey dan.
2: That was a wet boy.
1: Yeah, good deal.
2: And after that, we had the newest episode of Rotten Strips. Yes, which literally is probably like the episode that took me the longest to edit. Yeah, it took me fucking nine hours to edit that fucking thing. I was up yes two days ago. I don't. I can't even fathom that at the moment. Uh, till like 8 o'clock in the morning editing that fucking thing.
1: How do you feel about it?
2: I I feel like I could have spent another 10 hours on
1: it. Yeah. I, I often feel that way. I get it. I get it. Guys, all this stuff is on the Facebook page. Go check it out.
2: Uh, it's on. Facebook page. It is slowly going on to the YouTube page and it will eventually be up on TikTok. God knows we'll probably not be able to put much of it up
1: there. I, I watched, there's something somebody had posted from TikTok and it was like an uh, an eight minute video.
2: Yeah, was, we can do 10 minute videos um, now.
1: That's, that's too much. Yeah. It's I mean, on here. You're whispering into the microphone. Yeah,
2: Brandy says she's not seeing the rotten strips from tonight.
1: Oh. Did you see the
2: rotten strips from tonight,
1: though? Uh I didn't says, what? It's
0: not on there.
2: Fuck. Oh fuck. Hey. Strips didn't go up.
1: <laughs> With the lilt up <laughs> you so like? wait
2: a minute, you're talking to me about rotten strips and you actually have no idea what I'm talking about.
1: Well, I asked you how you felt about it.
2: Ah, uh, I see what you did there. Very that's very fun. Good. So um maybe maybe next time we'll have a viewing party like we do when they're your episodes. Uh yeah. Yeah, that's a great idea. What a kick-ass idea. Yeah. I mean, I thought you were pretty hardcore about watching these before we did this fucking dumbass podcast.
1: I watched everything that was up.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, God, this is the fucking episode I spent the most time on editing.
1: It always happens that way. <clears throat> but I look forward to it.
2: Yeah, um, I mean, at least everyone was paying.
1: Was paying. Yeah. At least everyone was paying. Hello? Uh, Hello? Lost your eyes.
2: Don't go that way, man. You know who's back there? It's that serial killer from that movie. What?
1: Why are they here? I thought they were supposed to be chasing the kids
0: at summer camp or invading the nightmares of the kids on that one street.
2: Well, they're all here, brought in to fight off the mutant chickens, and now it's a horror free-for-all.
1: Oh, where do I buy tickets?
0: The Haunted Chicken House in Heflin is the largest tourist attraction in East Alabama.
2: Open every weekend in October. Tickets are $15 per attraction. Two for $25 and three for $40. Ride the hayride of horrors.
1: Visit the Haunted Chicken House.
2: Defy death in the infamous crazy train.
1: For more information, check us out on Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, and TheHauntedChickenHouse.com. And we'll see you there. We're back. Oh, hey. Um, We got some goblins in the soup today. So there's goblins. Yep. In the soup. Um cool. So uh yeah, yeah, there was uh those things and that was our yesterday.
2: Yep, there wasn't those things.
1: There was there was most of those things.
2: We posted that episode at two o'clock in the fucking morning. You know the one that I spent literally the most amount of time on. Well, yep. um, <laughs>
1: Um, today we've got some stuff too, huh?
2: Uh, who fucking knows? Apparently.
1: Okay. Well, <laughs> uh, we probably got we have a episode. podcast. That's for damn sure. Well, we we've recorded part of one anyway. Yep. That'll probably come out. Eh. Uh, there might be an episode of the of the of strips. Sure. Uh, We've got a haunt tonight too.
2: We definitely mm-hmm. have that. That is a true statement. That will happen.
1: Now where's where where's the haunt tonight? Where can people find the rotten guys? Well me, we, as be... in me and
2: Brandy, will be at the haunted chicken house. Yes,
1: we will. Yeah. And Grim will be at um Hell, Hell Bill-
0: Billy
1: Tom and Dan will be at City of Chaos. C-K-I. Yeah, they're doing their Halloween weekends now, so.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I'm hoping. Yeah, to. and on uh, Friday out at
2: uh, Hellbilly Hollow, they'll have Kevin Wayne doing the uh, Hellbilly Hollow tour.
1: That's that's fun. That's a a good promotion for the haunt.
2: Yeah, and the trailer. The cool thing about the trailer is the first five seconds of the trailer. It's like there's a haunt in called Hellbilly Hollow out in Vincent, Alabama. So that's awesome.
1: Hell yeah that's cool maybe uh, uh who knows what the season will be like next year if if that movie comes out I don't know when it's coming out do y'all know
2: I thought it was supposed to come out this month
1: oh I don't I don't know I hadn't heard a release date for it no clue no clue hey <laughs> we're promoting this movie that's not out oh uh, yeah okay that happens. Uh, let's see if there's a... I don't see a release date.
2: Nor do I. Hmm.
1: Tag nap it. Oh well. Um. Yeah, uh, Haunted Chicken House tonight should be a blast. Always have a good time out at the Chicken House. Yes. I'm, I'm kind of excited to see some of the stuff there. I I got to go uh, preseason, but I didn't get to go to the. Uh...
2: Are you gonna? Are you showing up at the uh, old chicken house?
1: I am going to definitely try.
0: <laughs> Woohoo.
1: Yeah, because I do. I need to go out there and see them cats anyway, and see yes. kind of crazy scares they have for me this year.
2: They're uh, they're doing a hell of a job. Last time
1: we were out there. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Uh, well, uh, the last time I was out there, I I thought everybody had left, (laughs) (laughs) so I left. (laughs) You do that. I do that, yeah. I do that sometimes.
2: You do. You just got through doing it on the podcast. It's almost like fortuitous.
1: (laughs) So that is uh, what we've got coming up today. And then, uh, let's see, that's that's Friday. Saturday, we'll be at a haunt.
2: Yes, we will be. Uh, I believe we're going to do Bedlam.
0: Bedlam,
1: yes. Yeah, that's way up north
0: mm-hmm, in Scottsboro.
1: Yeah, that's I was thinking you, you know, it might be close to the um, to the Cortland Haunted House of Horrors, but I think that's a little bit further west.
0: Yeah, I think we were probably closer to that tonight than we will be tomorrow.
1: Oh, definitely. Yeah. You
0: saw that we hooked up with them and we're
2: doing a commercial for them next season, right?
1: I did. I saw that on your live out at uh, Nightmare on yep. Moulton Street, and I saw where the the guy who runs Nightmare on Moulton Street actually went out to their haunt tonight. Yep. That's really cool. I love to see haunts supporting haunts, guys. That's Love some, some awesome stuff right there. Um, so uh, yeah, so we'll you guys are gonna we'll be checking out Bedlam, and I, I'm really excited to hear uh, what what that place is like because I don't I don't know very much about that haunt.
2: Yeah, I don't know much about them either. Can't wait to to find out more about them.
1: Yes, for sure. Uh, and, and for the rest of the, the nights, uh, tune into the podcast or check out Facebook page and we'll have more of those dates posted.
2: Yes, and uh, go watch the episode of Strips I just apparently posted.
1: <laughs> Woo! Uh, l- last night at, at 2 o'clock. At 2 at, yes,
2: this morning at 2 a.m. Yeah, that's right.
1: Alright guys, we're going to take a quick was there any other news that we needed to say?
2: Uh, nope.
1: And four. Well uh guys, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll be talking about uh today's cryptid. Yep.
2: All right. Coming this October as night falls on a quarantined prison somewhere in Vincent, Alabama, vampires have taken over at Hellbilly Hollow and things will never be the same.
0: Come visit Hellbilly Hollow in Vincent, Alabama. You'll have the best night of your life. Yes,
2: we'd love to have you in our neck of the woods. The weight is driving us batty. This year, we've raised the stakes. Join
0: us. Join Join us. us.
2: One of Alabama's top-rated haunts. This is the one for You.
0: Hellbilly Hollow Haunted House Attraction in Vincent, Alabama. Open at 7 p.m. every Friday and Saturday in October.
1: Tickets available at the door.
0: Exclusive merchandise. Tasty concessions. Live entertainment.
1: Well at bathrooms.
0: For more information, check us out on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, and at hellbillyhollow.com. And we will see you there.
1: Join us. And we're back. We're back. Hello. <clears throat> Guys, I'm, I'm pretty excited about today's episode.
2: Are we now?
1: Yeah. Um, today starts uh, our, our first of a couple of two-part series that we'll do to round out our podcast season. And uh, the, this, this uh, two-parter will be on uh, real events that happened in America. Um, that are cryptid or cryptid adjacent and uh, today we're talking about the mercy brown vampire
2: interesting
1: nice yeah Um, this was a like an incident happened in rhode island in 1892 and what's really neat about it is that it's one of the best documented cases of the exhumation of a corpse in order to perform rituals to banish an undead manifestation. Oh, fun. Mhm. That's. I mean, that's what Wikipedia says. No, oh, it says fun. Well, well, no, it says the other part. But ah,
2: gotcha.
1: Yeah, I agree with the fun part. Ah, <laughs>
2: uh, the fun part was all yours.
1: The fun part was all you, buddy. <laughs> <clears throat> um. So uh essentially, this case is a, uh, one of the situations of like uh, tuberculosis outbreaks and oh wow mm-hmm. And uh, well back then it was called consumption.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, so th- these several family members get uh, c- tuberculosis and they all die and uh the superstition because they didn't really understand tuberculosis or they didn't really know about tuberculosis you know as as a medical thing they uh they fell back on superstition and it had to be vampires right of
0: course yeah the have,
1: the you, have you guys heard this story before
0: No. No, I have not. And I started to look it up earlier, but I did not get very far. I I think I just saw 1892 Rhode Island.
1: And you're like, that sounds boring. Uh,
0: No, Uh, because one of the things I saw said that Rhode Island became the vampire capital of the world at that time because of this.
1: It did. And there's speculation that uh, Bram Stoker actually knew the story about the Merce Brown case uh, and based uh, Lucy Westerner on her. So, um, some kind of like standout things about this story. Several people, of course, in the family died. Um, And I think the, the first to die of the disease, that was Mary Eliza, and then the eldest daughter died um but the there was one of them that was accused of being a vampire, but they don't I don't know if they ever said which one it was, uh, of these that had died, and then Edwin got sick, who is the son.
2: Is that where you get so many vampires named Edwin?
1: It could be. This was the OG Edwin though.
2: The OG Edwin.
1: Yeah. Old gross Edwin. Um, <laughs> That's not a thing. Oh. But um, so, anyway, Edwin is sick. And of course, he is sick because one of the members of his family is um, a vampire. That's the only possible reason, right?
2: That's why yeah. Grandma's is sick.
1: Because one of her family members is a vampire?
2: I mean you said that's the only reason that it could be so.
1: Clearly, <laughs> clearly so the, the,
2: the, Your words.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Um so uh they they were given permission to to take the bodies out of the ground to unbury them as it were. exhume yeah, them? Yeah, I have I've have trouble with that word so <laughs> just <laughs> dig,
2: unbury that word yes.
1: Dig them up. Um and they reverse said that,
2: Barry, if you will.
1: Reverse Barry, yeah, back that thing up. <laughs> uh, they said that what was interesting is that uh, most of the bodies showed the typical signs of decay, but the daughter, um, Mercy, Mary, was it was it Mercy? Yes, yeah, she. Like, she didn't have the same sides of composition. And she still had blood in her heart when they stabbed it through with a stake.
0: Well, uh, one of the things noticed was that it seemed that her hair and nails had grown, which is a thing that happens after you die.
1: (laughs) Well, they... that is like always been a very like common part of vampire lore, like your their hair and and um, hair and nails grow, uh, but that happens with all corpses uh, because the skin, as it loses moisture, uh, recedes and it gives the appearance of your fingers and your hairs growing. Yes, but they said that the reason that her body probably didn't show signs of decomposition was that she was buried in an above-ground vault unlike the other ones, and it was like freezing-ass cold.
0: Yeah, it was the two coldest months of the year.
1: So that that would, you know, that explains it, essentially.
0: Yeah. But it, that is uh, that is a big part of how Rhode Island became known as the vampire capital of America, uh, South County whose isolated villages resembled the lonely hamlets of Transylvania was a hotbed of vampire rumors between 1870 and 1900.
1: That's so crazy. That's so crazy. Cause like you, you think that's the, you know, that's when Bram Stoker was around. That's when. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. They Stoker said Trump that when, uh, when, you know, cause he wrote Dracula in 1897, but they said that when Bram Stoker died, there were newspaper accounts of vampire mercy Brown found in his files.
1: That's pretty wild. I, uh, I, I, it's kind of neat, like they're, they, they exhumed the bodies in order to find the vampire and kill the vampire. And uh, what's neat in the article, it says, As superstition would dictate, Mercy's heart and liver were burned, and the ashes were mixed with water to create a tonic and given to sick Edwin to drink as an effort to resolve his illness and stop the influence of the undead but he died anyway yeah he straight up died which i'm glad because he was born in the 1800s yeah
0: right
1: yeah and i don't like the the 1800s
0: right yeah exactly but the legends in this area still persist now um uh in in rhode island historical cemetery number two stands the gravestone of alleged vampire Nellie L. Vaughn of West Greenwich, who died in 1889 at the age of 19. Uh, The grave is supposedly cursed. One local university professor who studied vampirism claimed that no vegetation or lichen would grow on Nellie's grave, despite numerous attempts to plant there. And people are still taken aback by the inscription along the bottom of Nellie's tombstone. The curious words read, I am waiting and watching for you.
1: Well, that's creepy.
0: Curious.
1: Oh, I thought it was creepy.
2: Well, it was curious to begin with. Oh. Yeah.
1: That's fair.
2: How curious.
1: How curious! That is, you know what? That's very peculiar. How curious! Curious. Um, um. So yeah, that is the the Mercy Brown, um, vampire incident. Wow. It's you know I, I'll say this though, like of all the different like real life kind of things that happened, uh, that there's like documentation on of like people not understanding science or or just, you know, predating uh, medical understandings of things. This is probably one of the least, I don't want to say, like, the least toxic, because I'm sure it was pretty traumatic to have your loved ones, like, uh, dug up and um, all these things done to them, but at least it's the dead, right? Like, it's not, (laughs) like, they're a werewolf, we're going to kill them by... Pulling all their hair off, or whatever, you know. This is, yeah, these are just dead people, and we're just going to
2: uh, just dead people
1: cremate them. I wonder if because cremation has become so popular, like vampires are like less and less.
2: Yeah, I, you know, I kind of thought we talked about that with the whole light thing, also like the mirrors and cameras not being you know, lead anymore and all that different shit.
1: That's true. That's true. Yeah. It it would be hard to, to, to be a vampire these days.
2: Yeah. You don't get those uh, lucky. Hey, I don't have to deal with that crap type of shit.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's pretty much the story. Um, Is there anything else you guys want to talk about with it? (laughs)
0: <laughs> um, poop. No, I guess. <laughs> Although I did find where, in this same town, uh, years before that, actually in 1799, the same townspeople exhumed the body of Sarah Tillingas, su- suspecting her of being a vampire. And there were apparently 18 documented instances of the exhumation of family members in suspected vampire cases throughout New England in the 18th and 19th century. But the case of Mercy Brown, it was actually the last. And so she's also considered the last American vampire.
1: Which is like, here's the thing. Of all the cities in the United States, or like all the places in the United States, and someone's like, hey, where was the most vampires and where was the last vampire? What would you immediately think? Uh, different state. Okay, fair enough. (laughs) Kansas. Where the deer and the vampire lope play um
0: i don't know i guess i would probably think somewhere in the new england area
1: because of like where the settlers first came yeah from. that makes sense i i guess new orleans just kind of has that more witchy thing for me that that i would i would think that but true
0: that... but i associate that more with uh like Ooh. voodoo and maybe even zombieism or the rougarou, I guess, than vampire.
1: That's fair. Even
0: even with other legends, I still there's all kinds of mystical in in New Orleans for me to focus on.
1: Fair enough. Um, I, I for some reason, and I don't know why. My I don't I don't like, associate uh, vampires with cold, but I should. I mean, uh, Romania was is, is a cold place, you know. I don't uh, picture, like, vampires in the snow, but 30 Days of Night should have said something different there, right?
0: Oh, yeah.
1: It's just, I don't... I think most of the... Like, I don't want to say that vampires uh, is, like, the vampire listat or Interview with the Vampire, that kind of thing, but... Or even like edward Collins with these you know playing baseball in the sunshine <laughs> that kind of thing yeah but it's just that 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 cold thing that just i don't know why i don't picture it that way I mean, it's just me
0: well i mean really i hadn't really thought about it this way before until having this discussion but i don't really think of vampires as an american thing so much i think of vampires as, like you said cold and old like older than america i guess
1: that's fair yeah i don't you know you say that and uh i i also like that tracks in like the way that i think because it's like old you know Transylvania was a place and it doesn't exist anymore. I don't know that Transylvania wasn't still a place when America was starting out, right? Uh, Or you know, I I don't know when Romania proper, or I guess uh, Vlad Tepesh was actually the prince of Wallachia, Wallachia. Um, and I don't know when those countries ended. I, I, we, we forget like. We forget the historical figures and, and their time and, and countries and their time change, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. And in the days when those legends were most popular, most believed in, uh, you didn't have such quick intercontinental travel to be able to cross... Oceans and things like that um overnight uh-huh. without being in the sun
1: <laughs> oh that's fair yeah um so just because I was curious um wallachia wallachia was still a country up until like eighteen fifty nine huh which was, you know, a hundred years after uh, America had been founded.
0: Yeah.
1: Or something. Right? But
0: still not a good time for, you know, international travel.
1: Oh, absolutely not. That's... <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> they didn't have uh, buses back then, so. Sure. <laughs> I think that's I think that's what they were missing.
0: Yeah, yeah, there you
1: go. That's crazy. like I never like if you think about the fact that like Wallachia was still a country in 1859, when was Dracula even written? Well,
0: Bram Stoker's Dracula was written in 1897, I
1: believe. Yeah, that's forty years after that country. Like that's in his lifetime. Mm-hmm. I, I assume that. Now he was born. Yeah, he was born in forty-seven. So Bram Stoker was actually alive when Wallachia was still a country. Yeah. None of, like none of that tracks with me. Like that's blow. That's blowing my mind right now. Huh. Well, I guess we didn't, we didn't, we weren't trying to, but we, we accidentally learned something.
0: We,
2: accidentally
1: <laughs> we, we would like to take that back. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> what about that Mercy Brown vampire though, right, guys? Right. <laughs> Ta da! Uh, we've come full circle. Uh, guys, that's, that's, uh, that's some story of vampires in America and, and it all happened in a time when vampires were prolific across the world. Yep.
2: Vampires in America.
1: Okay. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't know if that's the right beat. I feel like that's the right beat. That's not it. It's okay. Is that not? That's not it? No. Oh, damn it back to the drawing board oh okay what okay this makes more sense Vlad the Impaler was believed to have been born in 1431 good that makes him older (laughs) fuck yeah I feel I feel better now Dracula is linked to Transylvania, but the real historic Dracula, Vlad III, never owned anything in Transylvania. What, did he rent? Jesus.
0: He just visited.
1: <laughs> he had a timeshare in a castle. It was an Airbnb. Ah, uh, for heaven's sakes. Okay, guys, the, that's been our episode. Uh, like I said, this is a two-parter, and then uh, tomorrow night we'll be talking about another real-life event that really happened. Uh That is Cryptid Adjacent in America. So you guys stay tuned and uh stay rotten. Stay rotten. I
2: do
1: both of those no. things immediately. <laughs> 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 just like, no. Don't do them. Don't
0: do, them. <laughs> don't do those things at all. They're bullshit. Alright, stay rotten. Stay rotten.
2: Yep,
1: stay rotten. Join us next time for another episode of Rotten Mornings.